0: Today is Thursday, October 21, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. A bombshell report that rocked the political world to its core, Joe Manchin reportedly considering leaving the Democratic Party. That would throw Joe Biden's agenda into total peril. It would toss the Senate back into Republican leadership. Is it true? Joe Manchin denies it, but the Democrats are fuming over Joe Manchin nonetheless. Democrats are also fuming over the most beloved fast food chain in all of America. In-N-Out Burger is slammed in San Francisco for not following vaccine mandate guidelines. They closed down a restaurant and In-N-Out Burger threw extremely hot boiling grease back into the Democrats of California's faces over it. We have... The full drama there. And Let's Go Brandon by MAGA rapper is topping the charts. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ah, yes, the family Christmas classic, Let's Let's Go Go Brandon Brandon, by MAGA rapper Loza Alexander. That's right. This is the number one song in America right now. Literally, we had to go check and it is the top, the literal top of the Apple iTunes chart. Let's go, Brandon is a banger. Maybe that is the track on Joe Manchin's uh, iPod as he works out in the Senate gym. Maybe that's what he's listening to as he considers his future in the Democratic Party. This report according to Mother Jones. Now consider your sources. Mother Jones is a far left publication, so perhaps this is something meant to embarrass or push Joe Manchin in whatever direction they want, which of course would be more communism for this country. But nonetheless, this report says that people familiar with Joe Manchin say that he is intending on leaving the Democratic Party, which would of course be a catastrophic blow to the Biden administration. They are hanging on by a thread as it is. Joe Biden is collapsing. Joe Biden is physically collapsing. Joe Biden's brain has collapsed many decades ago. Joe Biden has collapsed the American economy. Joe Biden is collapsing the border and American currency. Joe Biden collapsed Afghanistan and Joe Biden collapsed American good faith and credit abroad. Joe Biden is quite literally destroying everything that he touches. And the only thing that Democrats have to cling to as a potential Little shiny object in the future is this massive trillion, multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill and reconciliation bill, which polls are proving is not even that popular with the American people, but you gotta have something. You gotta have hope. This is what Democrats have hung their hopes on, and every day it becomes eroded. They've already moved back the passage of this bill because they cannot bring over Kristen Cinema and they cannot bring over Joe Manchin and they cannot bring over the progressives on what the final bill should include and what should be cut what should be in it, what should be out. There is so much going on right now, so many people fighting inside of the Democrat Party. It is indeed a civil war and a civil war that would have a nuclear atomic bomb blown up directly inside of it if Joe Manchin decides to leave the party, therefore giving Mitch McConnell control of the Senate once more. And then Joe Biden's legislative agenda is effectively dead, as dead as Jeffrey Epstein staying Inside of the Hillary Clinton Hotel in downtown New York. Let's read the article. Joe Manchin is reportedly considering leaving the Democratic Party. This, according to Mother Jones, scoop! Manchin tells associates he is leaving the Democratic Party and has an exit plan. What is his plan? In the recent days, Senator Joe Manchin has told associates that he is considering leaving the Democratic Party if President Joe Biden and Democrats on Capitol Hill do not agree to his demands to cut the size of the social infrastructure bill from $3.5 trillion to $1.75 trillion, according to people who have heard Manchin discuss this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, these are hundreds. A, tr- a trillion is thousands, a thousand billion. It's a lot of money. It's hard to really wrap your mind around how much money a trillion dollars is. So to even say 1.75 trillion is just bananas land. It is truly insane. To say it is a drunken sailor level spending is an insult to drunken sailors who never in their wildest dreams could imagine spending this much money. And all of this money, if you read the bill, is just going to left-wing slush fund causes. There are bailouts for corporate media in this bill. There are bailouts for community organizers in this bill. There are carve-outs for every conceivable niche pork barrel project in this bill it is an awful bill. And we are reminded that Joe Manchin comes from a dark red state. We'll get to those numbers in just one moment. Manchin has said that if this were to happen, he would declare himself an independent and he would devise a detailed exit strategy for his departure. Manchin has been at the center of a wild rush of negotiations with his fellow Democrats and White House over the possible compromise regarding Biden's ambitious Build a Pack Better package. And Manchin's opposition to key provisions, including Medicare and Medicaid expansion and expanded child tax credit and measures to address climate change, has been an obstacle that the Democrats have yet to overcome. As these talks have proceeded, Manchin has discussed bolting from the Democratic Party, perhaps to place pressure on Biden and Democrats in these negotiations. So they are saying in this article that this is a pressure tactic from Manchin to Democrats. Uh, this article is from a extremely far left wing source. David Korn is as far left as you could possibly get. He would have marched inside of Stalin's Politburo if he could. Uh, before Stalin, of course, would have, like most of the people inside of the Communist Party, had him sent to a gulag. David Corn would have been a happy. Happy soldier inside of communist Russia if given the opportunity. So perhaps that is the opposite. Perhaps this is disinfo. It's meant to affect Manchin on this issue and embarrass Manchin because he was swarmed by reporters once more on Capitol Hill. Anyhow, what would Manchin's plan be? Well, first, he would send a letter to Chuck Schumer, a top Democrat, removing himself from the Democratic leadership structure. Uh, Joe Manchin is currently the vice chair of the Senate Democrats policy and communications committee. Joe Manchin, of course, uh, would be a very effective messenger if the Democrats would embrace his extremely moderate working class pro union pro worker messaging. Joe Manchin, of course, comes from a very hard scrabble red state, West Virginia. Joe Manchin owns coal mines. Joe Manchin understands what a hard day's labor is. Joe Manchin came from that world, but of course, Modern Democrats do not care about that at all. They merely care about communism. Manchin hopes that this would send a signal. If he did not get what he wanted, then he would move to become an American independent, end I quote, Uh, and he would remove his voter registration from the Democratic Party. This would effectively give Mitch McConnell and the Republicans control of the Senate chamber. As there would be 50 Republicans and 49 Democrats. Joe Manchin, of course, as we said, represents a red state. How red, you may ask? Donald Trump won 68.7% of the vote in 2020 in West Virginia. He won every single county in West Virginia. Joe Biden barely squeaked by with a little over 20% of the vote in West Virginia. Joe Manchin represents a Trump state, Trump state by a million. 50 points Donald Trump won West Virginia by Joe Manchin to save his political life may want to consider switching parties. Just our opinion on this show. Well, our opinion on this show certainly does matter, especially when we are cooking at home, when we are ready to go outside and grill. There needs to be meat in the fridge and in a day of supply chain crises and very, very bad meat at the meat counter. You can never tell if this meat is coming from America or American farmers and ranchers, which is, of course, the best meat. Who has time to go to the grocery store? Who wants to go sort all that out? Go to GoodRanchers.com instead. Go to GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny. You will get 100% American meat shipped directly to your house, directly to your doorstep. You can be assured that this meat is from American ranchers and you are supporting an American product. I love opening up that box every week and seeing T-bone steaks, New York strips, tenderloin. It is delicious. Filet mignon, Tasty burgers. We had some for college football Saturday just last week, and they were so delicious because they are an American made product. And we all chanted, Let's go, Brandon, while we ate our Good Ranchers burger. It was so tasty, ladies and gentlemen. Please go to goodranchers.com backslash Benny to get $20 off your order and free express shipping. That's goodranchers.com backslash Benny for $20 off your order, free express shipping. Eat like an American, and let's go, Brandon. All right, there is a reason that I had burgers on the mind for that last read. I must tell you guys, I am so very excited for this next story. When I saw this across my newsfeed, I said, oh, hell to the yeah, in and out Burger. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to claim the Midwest as the place that raised me, and indeed it did. I grew up in Iowa. I grew up in the Midwest. I was born in California. I was born in Long Beach Hospital. That's outside of L.A. in the greater L.A. area, right? L.A. is a massive place with a lot of defined neighborhoods. I lived, uh, I lived in Downey, California, which is an L.A. suburb uh, and was born at Long Beach Hospital. During my time in California and in the preceding years when I would go back to visit our family that still lived there, they have all but since moved out, since the state's lurch towards communism and oppression, but every time I went back to visit family members, to visit our grandmother or our godmother, I would eat at In-N-Out Burger. I love In-N-Out Burger. It is very delicious. Every time I see one, every time I get a chance to have one, I run In that direction, I get the double double animal style. I get their delicious fries. Their fries are cut and made right in front of you. It is truly exceptional service. You will never get better, fresher food. You can watch your food get made right before your very eyes, and you will be treated like a king. They have incredible and exceptional customer service, and anyone who's eaten at an In-N-Out Burger knows that those people are happy because those people are getting well compensated. I think the starting salary for a manager at In-N-Out Burger is like hundred and fifty dollars These People are well-paid, they're well-compensated, they're happy people because they're doing and making excellent food, and they're making people happy. Love me some In-N-Out Burger. There's my free endorsement. Also, by the way, a Christian company started in 1948. You can still find In-N-Out Burger on their bags and in the cups that they serve their drinks in. You can find little Bible verses. They'll be printed on the inside of the cup or on the outside of the bag. That is enough of a motivation to walk into an In-N-Out Burger and to order a meal. That is something that the people of San Francisco can no longer do. Why? Because In-N-Out Burger, the wonderful company that it is, refuses to enforce a vaccine mandate that's right, refuses to enforce segregation on their own customers. They said so in a scathing note to the city of San Francisco that shut down one of the keystone properties of In-N-Out Burger right there on Fisherman's Wharf. If you've ever been to San Francisco, a very popular area called Fisherman's Wharf. It's where the vast majority of tourists go in San Francisco. There is an In-N-Out Burger smack dab in the middle of it. I have been there multiple times. I have eaten there multiple times. It's an amazing location. City of San Francisco shut it down. Why? Let's read from the post-millennial. In-N-Out Burger slams San Francisco after city closes restaurant over vaccine mandate. Beloved California burger chain In-N-Out slammed San Francisco's vaccine-proof requirements after one of the restaurant's locations was temporarily closed for refusing to comply with the city's orders to validate the customer's vaccine cards upon entering an establishment. It's the only San Francisco restaurant that's been shut down for violating the indoor mandate, the health department said. In-N-Out Burger's chief legal and business officer, Arnie Weissenberg, issued this statement. On Thursday, October 14th, the San Francisco Department of Public Health closed our restaurant at 333 Jefferson Street because In-N-Out Burger associate employees were not preventing the entry of customers who were not carrying proper vaccination documents. Listen to this. Our store properly and clearly posted signage to communicate the local vaccination requirements as a company In-N-Out Burger strongly believes in the highest form of customer service. And to us, that means serving all customers who visit us and making all customers feel welcome. Here we go. Get ready for the hot, greasy fryer oil. Listen here. We refuse to become a vaccination police for any government, Weissenberger wrote, noting that it is unreasonable, invasive, and unsafe to force our restaurant associates to segregate customers into those who may be served and those who may not whether based on documentation they carry or any other reason. Wow. What a beautiful statement. It is a clear governmental overreach and is intrusive, improper, and offensive. He continued, we fiercely disagree with any government dictate that forces a private company to discriminate against customers who choose to patronize their business. Just Beautiful. That just ripped my face off. I love it. I will eat in an outburger for the very rest of my life because of that statement. What an incredible, defiant declaration by this wonderful company. That is how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. This is how you fight back. You are seeing glimmers of bravery throughout multiple sectors of American society right now. The Delta CEO recently said that he will not be enforcing a vaccine mandate on his many thousands and thousands of employees in all 50 states. You are seeing the Archbishop of the Catholic Church over the military say that they will also not allow vaccine mandates and the moral conscience of the troops is enough to say, no, I refuse to take this vaccine. You are seeing many companies go to the White House and scared. These companies are scared. They are groveling at the White House, begging them to reverse policy and reverse course now and you are seeing federal judges blocking vaccine mandates on a state level. The state of Florida sued one of its counties for enforcing a vaccine mandate for $3.5 million. Absolutely exactly what should be happening inside of a freedom state. The time is now. The pushback is now. It is the golden hour for the freedom movement. And it is because of that beautiful golden hour happening right now across the country that I am so happy to be announcing our newest partnership with Birch Gold Group. Gold, ladies and gentlemen, one of the very, very few things on planet Earth that retains its value. Precious metal is something that has always, throughout time, through the ancients of history, retained its value. That is something that is so important right now as you watch Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden spend like drunken sailors in Washington, D.C. That's an insult to drunken sailors. It's trillions, trillions, $1,000 That's what they're talking about spending every time that they are spending trillions of dollars. And they want to spend three of them, four of them, $5 trillion. They want to spend $7 trillion if you listen to AOC and the squad. Guys, it's out of control. These are times where you need to have your money in safe sturdy, dependable places. That is why I recommend Birch Gold Group. I personally invest with Birch Gold Group. It's a company that I trust with my precious metals. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, and they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. Right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move over your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. To get started protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, to 989898. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k out of volatile stocks and bonds and into precious metals IRAs. There's zero cost and zero obligation to request this info, so why wait? Text Benny to the number 989898. Again, request this free info kit on gold now by texting Benny to 989898. All right ladies and gentlemen, something that is gold in the hip hop chart, something that has absolute platinum written across the front of it is the song Let's Go Brandon. Let's Go Brandon is the hottest song in America right now. It's by rapper Loza Alexander. Loza Alexander, also known as Maga rapper. This is the number 1 song in America. Take it away. Guys, that's a total banger. So, what is this song about? Well, it's an anti Biden rap song. The hook, the hook there is the Let's Go, Brandon call out from that poor reporter who was, uh, I think, just trying to stay FB. CC compliant, right? We have a uh, cable news show on Newsmax. There are major rules on the FCC. Uh, The Federal Communications Commission says you cannot swear on national TV. You're not allowed to say the F word. So if you are a reporter and you're hearing a bunch of people chanting F Joe Biden, uh, you're going to be standing there with your microphone saying, what can I say that isn't the F word? Because I'll get kicked off the air. I'll lose my job. So on some levels, we kind of feel for this reporter. We've actually spoken with a number of NASCAR drivers. A few of them have reached out. It's been very uh, cool Uh, because we on our social media have originated a lot of the Let's Go Brandon memes. When the Let's Go Brandon memes were at their inception point, boy, we were making a lot of them. Couldn't get enough of them. So Let's Go Brandon uh, touched some of the NASCAR drivers inside of the circuit. They reached out. We've been chatting with them. And many of them know this reporter. They say that she's great. They say that she's not a a raging lib and that she didn't actually mean anything by it, was probably just trying to protect her job. So just a shout out there to the NBC reporter. Nonetheless, she was caught in a moment where people really do hate the fake news. And so they're going to use this as the chief fake news creation uh, uh, point in culture. And indeed, it was amazing to hear her say it live on air. This is, uh, what the hook on that rap track is made out of. Here's the, uh, here's the original. You just gotta, just gotta, gotta play it. You just gotta play it. You gotta play it because it's a classic. It's now a part of, it's a part of meme legacy. It's, it's a, it's part of culture now. I truly like a bedrock of American culture. Let's Go Brandon is, uh, it's, it's, It's just foundational. Listen to this. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, you told me you were going to. So what do we have here? We have a moment in American history where uh, Let's Go Brandon has grown far beyond uh, the pages on Instagram that run memes. Uh, It's grown far beyond a viral clip it's again become a cultural institution. Uh, you have Ted Cruz at an Astros game saying, Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> say it. Say let's it. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Just ideal. Just just absolutely ideal there. Uh choice content from Ted Cruz. Bravo, sir. Uh, you have banners saying let's go, Brandon, flying over Donald Trump rallies. You've been seeing those videos. And when the Boeing workers were striking in the state of Washington. Uh, They were being uh, sort of cordoned off by a cop, right? So a cop was, you know, sort of driving uh, uh, down the road uh, and the uh, protesters were cheering at him, right? They, They were being polite. They were cheering at him. They were staying in their lane. And the cop goes over his intercom and says... Oh, yes. And the crowd goes wild. So, indeed, we have ourselves a, uh, a, a, a just a, a cultural moment here. And now, Let's Go Brandon is number one on the charts. Let's read to you just a little bit from the Daily Mail as exactly who this rapper is and uh, where this song ha- comes from. MAGA rapper's anti-Joe Biden song, inspired by the Let's Go Brandon meme, hit the top of the iTunes hip-hop charts. Song was performed by New Jersey-based Trump supporter Loza Alexander. Okay, so New Jersey, New Jersey, a a state that welcomed Joe Biden with thousands of uh, Trump supporters and patriots lining the streets, a dark blue state that welcomed uh, the Democrat president with throngs of uh, Trump supporters and patriots lining the road uh, and (laughs) telling him to go home. I remember there were a lot of uh, uh, a lot of "F Joe Bidens" being said to Joe Biden in New Jersey. Maybe Loza Alexander was part of that group. We had a very magical moment with the "Let's Go Brandon" legacy and and uh, mythology, where the BYU uh, uh, Brigham Young University is a, uh, a Mormon university, a Christian. Mormons don't like to curse. I I know quite a few Mormons. i work with a couple Mormons. They are very polite people. They don't like to drink, don't like to curse. Very upstanding citizens, frankly. Uh, Anyway, they can't chant F Joe Biden, even though that was the chant that was uh, so popular in the football stands around the country. So what did they chant? Well, let's see uh, if they don't tab themselves a little Let's Go Brandon chant here at the most recent BYU game. (laughs) Ah uh, yes, the homeschool version of "F Joe Biden." They'll let's go, Brandon. Uh, a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of uh, Republicans that I know, very polite people. Uh, you don't e- you don't have to be Mormon. You don't even have to be particularly religious. Uh, a lot of Republicans I know just love their country, and they uh, they don't like cursing. They're not vulgar people. Leave the "F Joe Biden" chant to the uh, college kids, the drunk frat boys. Uh, who don't like being told what to do and uh, and don't like being told that they're super spreaders and that their college football season is uh, killing Nana. Um, No, no. Uh, But the regular Americans, my wife uh, at the grocery store, uh, she's going to say, let's go, Brandon. And we're going to say, let's go, Brandon. And it's a very safe thing to say online. And we're very, very excited about it. Babylon Bee had a headline recently saying uh, liberal parents uh, not sure what to chant. Uh, When their son, Brandon, is at the plate. (laughs) Oh, we love it. Very excited very exciting time to live in America. Very exciting time indeed. Uh, The uh, forces of good are on the march, ladies and gentlemen. We certainly are living in the golden era of freedom. People are becoming awake. We are able to see what is at stake. We are able to fight back and we are able to win. That is precisely what we are doing on this show. We are so thankful for your listening and we are so thankful for you. We are all in this movement together. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show.